He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. On Wednesday last week, the Southland Times filled its front page with news about one of its own, Fred Tullett, who's died aged 77, and who also has a repertoire of stories people won't forget. Fred had edited the paper for 15 years, following stints at Wellington's Dominion, the now-notorious tabloid Truth, and several papers in the UK. News of Fred's death also spilled over onto page two of the Southland Times that day, and in a separate obituary in Stuff's papers last weekend, his colleague Michael Fellow noted this. News of Fred Tullett's death relegated a strong story about the financial struggles of medical trainee interns to page three. He would have gone crook about that. At his funeral in Alexandra last week, Stuff's chief publishing officer, Joe Norris, recalled Fred Tullett's remarkable scoop about suspected Israeli agents being spirited out of the country after the Christchurch quake in 2011. But the story of Fred's that most people can't forget, if they've got long memories, was one that came completely out of the blue back in 1984, when he picked up a ringing phone at the Dominion Sunday Times, and it was Naomi Longy, the wife of the then-PM David Longy, on the line. Now, this was at a time when their marriage was on the rocks. Now, she spilled the beans to Fred Tullett about David Longy's adultery, and then Fred Tullett put it in the paper. Almost 20 years later, when Fred was at the Southland Times, the story of an affair involving Auckland Mayor Len Brown also made nationwide headlines. But this time, the story was being peddled by political opponents of Led Brown, who was facing re-election. And at that time, Fred Tullett spoke to Media Watch about whether the public interest would really be served by this private situation being revealed in these circumstances or not. Before I uh, became editor of the Southern Times, I was chief reporter at the Dom and was aware of affairs that were going on at Parliament. But you have to find a relevance to make it newsworthy. This latest thing with Len Brown is really interesting because of the um, stories that are now being carried in the Herald relating to pressure being put on this woman by Brown's political opponents. This is actually developing into a really important story. What makes it important to you, Fred? It would appear that for some weeks before uh, this was made public and for some weeks before the election, pressure was being brought to bear on this woman, or at least she says, to make this public before the election, essentially to try and ruin Brown's election campaign. Well, that's becoming the story, and a much more interesting story. We live in a fascinating world now because of all the social media. It's really helpful for journalists working closely with Twitter and Facebook. We're getting information all the time from the public, and it's great. But we have to be careful that we're checking everything. It's accurate, and if it is, we've got a story. That was Fred Tullett, who died last week, aged 77, talking there to Media Watch back in 2013 about the fine line between private lives and the public interest in politics. Well, that was the year that Fred retired from journalism, but at the Southland Times, he also spearheaded several campaigns at the paper on local issues. And one in that year, 2013, was about water quality, and it prompted Federated Farmers' local president to complain that they're giving us a caning. And he said... The editor has cooked his goose with rural people because they're not going to buy the paper. The hand that feeds us gets smacked all the time. The Federated Farmers National President at the time, Don Nicholson, also complained. But that's an important part of journalism's job description and the sort of thing Fred Tullett would happily put on his front page rather than an account of his own career. 
a link to Michael Fellow's full account of his colleague Fred Tullett's life and times in journalism that was published in the Stuff Papers last weekend can be found in the online version of this story on the RNZ website or the Media Watch section of the RNZ app.